Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One, two, three. Ah, yes, there is something magical about the game of baseball, something that draws us to it, something that is near and dear to us. It reminds us of a relaxed, slower time when we sat in the stands with maybe our mother and father. At the same time... People say baseball is problematic because it takes too long to play the games. And yesterday we got into that conversation pretty good, Pete Nigerian and I, with both Mike Veck and Jim Cott. What can you do to help baseball? Well, in some respects, it doesn't need a lot of help. They're making money hand over fist, and they figured out a lot of these different things. But it's an interesting conversation because you say, what can you do to improve the game of baseball, to make it more spectator-friendly, to get more people to come out to the ballpark and enjoy it? Without compromising what baseball is, it's another time-honored tradition that we sit and talk about things like this. And I thought, you know, I have sat in, in these different at, at ball games, and it depends on the game and the nature of it where the pace seems slow. Sometimes I will be watching on TV, and I'll watch a baseball game, and then I'll turn over, there's a basketball game on at the same time, and I'll think, well, basketball has this unbelievable pace. That's why people enjoy that, but baseball has its own rhythm. And I thought, if you were commissioner for a day, you meaning you, the audience, what would you do? Or maybe you enjoy baseball the way it is. Maybe it's just perfect. Maybe it's just the right tempo. I think that in the society that we live in, we want to speed it all up. We want action now. I think that, and I don't know this for sure, but I think that our attention spans have decreased over time. I don't know that for sure, and I don't know what scientists could tell me what or what psychologists or psychiatrists could come in and say to you, yes, that's, that's true. We all expect uh, our adrenaline to move in you know, 7.8 seconds. I don't know that. But the game of baseball is vulnerable to that. And, the, and, and I ask you tonight, do you enjoy the game of baseball as much as you ever have? And if you could do one thing to speed up the game or change the game, what would it be? 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Call us or text us. I'm left scratching my head a lot of times because I'm not quite sure what it is I want to do to speed up the game, but I know I want to speed up the game. And then there's the sacred ground that we can't talk about. We're not allowed to go there. We'd like to, but we're not allowed to. And that is shorter commercial breaks. Because shorter commercial breaks would mean what? 
less money. So we we can't put that on the table, even though it would. Six five one four six one nine two two six six five one four six one nine two two six. What would you like to do to improve the grand old game? What would you like to do to speed it up? Does it feel slow to you right now? Or does it feel like it's just about right in the way you like it? This porridge is too cold. This porridge, oh, this one's just right. But I'm not quite sure what you can do that doesn't violate some of the rules of the game. 651-461-9226. One of the things that they did last year was they played two seven-inning games for a doubleheader. And I thought that was idyllic. I thought that was really a good idea because if you if you want to invest in, you go to the stadium, you want to see two games for one and get a two-for-one, two sevens goes relatively quickly and the game becomes important relatively quickly. So by the third or fourth inning, you got to start managing and trying to figure out how to win the game. And that was good. And in and, and two sevens, you can endure two nines if they each go three plus hours. All of a sudden, now you've invested a, an entire work day at the ballpark, and, and I don't think that is good. But they didn't come back with that, and the reason they didn't come back with that is simple. If you do the math on two less innings a game for X amount of games a year, that's two less innings of at bats, two less less innings of pitches pitched, two less innings of incentives reached in your contract. Because if you want to get a strikeout, you, know, you might have a strikeout clause in there. You may have a batting average clause or a number of hits or a number of home runs or a number of RBI. And when you take innings away, you take opportunities away from everyone. So as good as that is, as efficient as that is for the fans, it's not all that great for the players because they can only lose money on it. So what do we do here? What do we do here to make this game a little bit more fun, a little bit more fan-friendly and Keep that, we always talk about that younger generation, that demographic moving in the right direction so they still enjoy the game. And at the same time, recognize there are not that many problems in the game. Because if there were, they wouldn't be making the kind of money that they're making on the game. But I think everybody wants to see it as a little bit more enjoyable experience, a little bit something that moves a little quicker so that you can count on it being done in, I don't know what the magic number is, three hours, two hours, and 45 minutes. And they've experimented with some things at the minor league level to, to speed the game up. Um, and, and I guess so far, uh, it's worked out pretty well. But I don't know. I want to see this game preserved. 651-461-9226. Just Saturday, I was out watching an over-60 game. Over-60. 60, over-60 60 years old. They're playing baseball. Down at Hampton, Minnesota. And it was really fun to watch. And the reason it was so much fun was that the players that were playing were having so much fun. And one of the great things that has come through our um, channels in life is, is that you can play baseball for a lot longer than you thought. At one point in time, you thought you were done uh, with your amateur career, which for most guys, if, if they played a long time, ended in their uh, early to mid-30s. And you thought, that's a pretty good run, that's it. But we have discovered that you can still play the game and and have some fun beyond 35, beyond 40, beyond 50, now beyond 60. And there's there's a plus 70 category as well that plays in tournaments. So I went out to this game to watch this uh, over 60 game. 
and there was an 81-year-old pitcher and a 76-year-old pitcher. And they were throwing a lot of breaking stuff, and they were throwing, I'm, I'm not saying they were throwing hard, but they were throwing strikes. And, and the hitters were getting in the box looking for a pitch to hit, and they were taking a pretty good swing. And one thing that doesn't change in your life is a swing. Well, however you, you swung the bat when you were a kid, it comes back to you whatever age you pick it up again. But to see the joy that radiated in the players, to, to see how much they enjoyed this participation, and the fact that they put a uniform on and the fact that they got upset when they didn't hit the ball or square it up the, the, the way that they would like, that was really fun to watch and observe. And, um, you know, to think that a lot of these guys have retired from their jobs. Their kids don't come to the games unless they come with grandkids. I mean, it's an amazing evolution that I observed. Um, most of them, you know, were good players at one point in time, in high school, college, town team, etc. And they, and they found out they didn't have to give up the game. And it was so much fun to watch. And I realized the impact that this game of baseball has on us and how important it is to us in so many different ways, not just the major league level. And yet I worry a little bit that if they don't speed it up somehow, if they don't keep up somehow, if they don't give you a little something here and there, uh, if you've gone to a Twins game, what would you like to see different? Or a Saints game, what would you like to see different? As you watch a game, what would make it a more um, positive experience for you? And, and does that tie into what we're talking about? Or is it just about the prices at the uh, concession stand? 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. On the eve of the Minnesota Twins taking the Milwaukee Brewers, both teams in first place, one from the National League, one from the American League. Uh, tomorrow, which should be fun at Target Field. And um, Josh Winder going to pitch for the Twins. Um, but it's fun to see a little Minnesota-Wisconsin rivalry anytime, but particularly when you get two teams in first place. And, and I think, is that a standalone? Will people come out just because it's number one first-place team against first-place team, or does there have to be something more? Is there something more that would catch you and bring you out? What would it be? I don't know the answer to that, but we had some good conversation on it yesterday. 651-461-9226. Call or text anytime. 651-461-9226. Another person said, start with a one-on-one count. It would not uh, disrupt statistics at all. So if you went up to the plate and you had a one-on-one count, that would mean three balls. You know, you basically, uh, if a pitcher throws three balls, it's a walk. And if he throws two strikes, it's a strikeout or an out. But they said you would still have, uh, relatively speaking, uh, same number of RBI, same same number of opportunities, all those things. But with a one-on-one count, you just get there quicker. And nobody wants to see someone walk anyway, so it would force pitchers to throw strikes and hitters to swing early in the count because they've already got one strike on them. I, I can see that. We used to play that in the over-35 league. Start with a one-on-one count. You go up there. You're looking for the first good pitch you can you can get to hit. Um. But there's got to be more for the casual fan. Um, there's got to be more that they can take a bite out of that they say, you know, this, this is something that, that would really make it fun for me. And I, and I, I don't know. Do you got to throw T-shirts out between every inning? I don't know. Because I can go and kind of watch a game under any circumstances. But a lot of people, they want to see, they, they need some oomph, they need some entertainment. Is, it the, is the Jumbotron helping? Is that taking the place of a lot of things and keeping your eyes entertained? I don't know. 
651-461-9226. It would be great if they made the food more reasonably priced so that people can enjoy themselves without feeling like, uh, they, I won't finish the sentence, but not feeling like they paid too much at the concession stand. Yeah, they used to have that dollar dog night. I'm reading these things on text. Uh, they used to have that dollar dog night once in a while so college kids could come out. That was fun. And I don't know how you could do that. I don't know if you got to come to an agreement with the vendors or if it's the rent agreement. But it's certainly worth talking about. Is there one stand, one area every night, every game that you could go to and know you're going to get a good deal there? 651-461-9226. How do we make baseball better? On Sports to the Max on News Talk 830 WCCO. All right, we're just taking on the little issues tonight, like how do we improve baseball from a spectator standpoint. Lots of texts coming in. Phone lines are filled. 705, we'll talk to Mike Markison about the, uh, he coaches at Jackson State with Deion Sanders. How's the NIL affected them? Some interesting stuff going on, boys, some interesting stuff. Let's go to Tara on line one in Decorah, Iowa. Tara, how are you tonight? And, and give me your thoughts. Good. I'm doing great. Um, I have a thought on how to make baseball a little more enjoyable for the fans. Okay. Uh, but remember, you're from Iowa. A guy, guy comes out of a Galdane cornfield, and you think he's a ghost, and he plays baseball. I mean, I'm taking this with a grain of salt, Tara. No offense, but go ahead. Okay. Well, okay. give it a shot. Okay. So uh, I'm in favor of having the batter not be able to step out of the box until it's a full count. Okay. So it speed up the game, and it wouldn't affect any stats, uh, No, and it would just make it more enjoyable. Does that give the pitcher the right to quick pitch all at any time, then? I think that that goes hand-in-hand, hand. and so if you're going to restrict the batter, you got to restrict the pitcher as well to make the game fair. Okay. So on, I don't know how that would work out, but I think that there would be room to to work out something there. Okay, we'd have to negotiate that part of it, you're saying? Right. Okay. Thank you, Tara. I appreciate it. All right, uh, you bet. And I don't know if, you, if you'd count that as walking out of the box or, you know, somebody, you can take your foot out of the box, too, your, your front foot, and, and that's the same as having time as well, but would that speed it up enough that, that, that you'd get a pretty fair shot and it would move along pretty quickly? I don't know. Let's go to Tom in Waverly, Minnesota. Tom, you're on. Hey, Maxine. I, I like the prior girls' um holding the batter in the box, but, you know, I haven't been able to follow the pitch clock thing, but I think that's got to be something where, you know, if you could speed that up and then not just the pitch clock, but also the batter, because they don't have to step out and readjust their gloves when they haven't even swung the bat every time. Yeah, it's amazing, and, isn't uh, it? They'll, they'll take a pitch and then they'll go out and adjust their batting gloves. <laughs> yeah, they haven't done anything but stand there and watch it, you know, so, you know, you could cut that out. Because if the game was two hours, I think it would be a whole different deal for everybody. Yeah, I, I wonder then, what the magic uh, time is, Tom. Is it two hours, or do you feel cheated at two hours and more like two and a half, you know, since you feel like you got a fair yeah. shake? Yeah, I think two to two and a half, because by then you'll be broke from buying all the food as well. <laughs> um, but, you know, and the only other thing, being from rural Minnesota, you know, I Howard Lake kids, so you know yeah. the areas. Yep. But, um you know, still a lot of rumbling in our area just about what you got in hot water over people going downtown. If you look at the crisis they got going on in Minneapolis, who wants to take their kids there on an evening? You know, that's my grandkids. I'd love to take them. I ain't take them in a night game. You know, we'll go to an afternoon game, but there's no way we're taking kids downtown at night anymore. It's just ridiculous. And we used to go to all the games, right, back with Johan Santana. And we spent a lot of money on baseball, but 
you know, now we're taking the kids doing what you did. I, I didn't even know about the 16 over tournament since I'm 60 now, but, um, we're Grab doing your glove, Tom. Kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you for your call though. Appreciate it. I, I would say this, if you, I don't think there's much, uh, danger in going to a twins game, but it w- I would park at the, at the adjacent ramp next to it and walk over there. And, and that's just the way I would play it. If I didn't know now, you know, I work downtown, I know downtown, I know how to get around downtown. So it, it, it's not real intimidating to me, but that, that's what I would do because I understand. And you know, the latest flare up on the 4th of July and all those things, um, it's hard for people who don't live down here or know it down here. Uh, it's hard for them to compute that because Target Field is really on the, on, on the outside of downtown. Um, it's really not a piece of downtown unless you choose to park in downtown. But a lot of the stuff that has happened has been quite a ways from there, but it still categorically gets uh, uh, placed in downtown Minneapolis. And I think that's confusing and rightly so for a lot of people. Let's go to Warren and Prior Lake. Warren, you're on. Thank you for taking the call. Um, I'm going to go with a completely different angle here. Okay. Did you get a chance uh, during the COVID time and that uh, ESPN was broadcasting the Korean games? Uh-huh. And uh, did you get a chance to check that out at all? I watched briefly, but I don't recall any takeaways from it. What, what did they do different that you liked? Uh, it's a party. It's a pure party. Uh they fill the stands. People wear their jerseys. Uh, they have a song for everybody as they come up, et cetera. But they also have cheerleaders that are on top of the dugouts with choreography that the people then dance in the stands to what the cheerleaders are doing. And then they, they instead of all the, uh, the food there, they bring food with them and have a picnic. And they fill the stands, and it's one big party. And, and that's what I didn't realize that it was. I knew in Japan uh, there there was, and Dan Gladden we should have on sometime because he played there. So did Brian Robbie. They'd know more about it. But I knew that it was a more boisterous, almost like a soccer feel to it. You know, like like you hear this kind of this roar and this thunder and these people. Uh, I didn't know that that was in Korea as well. But you thought that that played well. Yeah, and well, it's actually more than a uh, soccer type thing. It's um, uh, it's more boisterous than any of our other sports like basketball or uh, any of those. It's completely one constant party. Yep. I hear you. There might be some thought to that, but you'd, you know, you'd have to figure out how to tweak that accordingly. Uh, when to raise the music and, and where to put the cheerleaders and all those things. But it's, I, I, I see what you're saying because everything else is akin to that. Warren, thank you for your yeah. call. You're welcome. Bye. Uh, a number of texts here. Mike, do you think they should consider shortening the season? Get rid of April and finish early September. Uh, would less games make the league games more important? Yes, it would. And they'll never do it. Why? Because, as I stated earlier, uh, players want to make the most amount of money that they can, and so do the owners. And 162 games times 162 rights fees from television and radio times 162 gates, uh, that's never going to happen. I, I know you could say, hey, I'd be just fine with that. You know, get get the regular season over early September, playoffs in September. If, if, if the Twins make the playoffs, it's still nice outside. We can do that. And, I, and I'm kind of moving into football season anyway. And uh, hockey season's right around the corner, and so that would be just right for me. Uh, but there's no way because this, this animal is so gargantuan. And the amount of money that they um, 
uh, that they generate that 162 will stay 162. Um, how about the batters stop stepping out of the box? That's another one. How about less time for pitching changes? The commercial break in between makes uh, makes me lose interest. Takes too long. Um, yeah, that's part of it. Um, I get it, and I think there's about four or five different ways that you could do it. But if you could get to two forty five, two and a half on a regular basis, great. Mike Marcus and coaches with Deion Sanders College Football. How has the NIL changed them more than anyone? We'll visit with them when we come back on Sports to the Max. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 